This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 429 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and TotalSaddleFit.com. Tonight, we have Olivia Lagoy welts who has just returned from a whirlwind European competition tour. Callie Jones joins us to give her impression of the North American Junior and Young Rider Championships. And Olivia comes on to give us a total saddle fit tip about competition nerves. This is Reese Goffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Sorry, guys, I'm having trouble with the intros here today. I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like, I've been too much doing too many lessons, talking too, many too lessons. much, <laughs> losing my brain and my voice and everything else. It is else that time of year, isn't it, today. Phil? It, yeah. is, it is the busy time of year for you and for me. That And every other trainer out there, be nice so to your trainers. Lessons. We're nice working hard right now. <laughs> it's true. This is the time of year. It's fantastic. We, um, well, Phil, you guys are wrapping up really soon in Canada, right? I mean, you guys have a really short season. Compared yeah, we have a really short season. You know, we go until kind of the end of August, maybe the beginning of, you know, September, unless, unless we've got horses going to, you know, some of the CDIs in, um, in the States and, you know, in New York, Socrates, that's coming up in September, Devin, but, um, we don't have any horses for that this year. So I will be sort of done and taking a vacation in a couple of weeks. That's my plan. Yeah. You, I hope you're coming here. Usually Phil comes here and helps <laughs> us get ready for our nationals or regionals, yeah. depending on what we have going on. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're just... Stuff. We're just rocking and rolling. I, I'm all uh, all of my eventers go to the AECs here in a few weeks, and then we have our regionals and the nationals. So we're coming off a, a break. I'm not gonna lie; it's been a nice summer break, and our kids went back to school this week. Like it's crazy. I oh, just like crazy. summer. Summer, yeah, yeah. yeah school summer. doesn't come back for us until after Labor Day. Yeah, uh, so I, there oh, are places. Yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky started. Um, yesterday uh the the in scott county our county started yeah the buses were out this morning and it's just (laughs) crazy (laughs) my nephew and niece don't start till next week but uh, they're they're going back it's crazy we're just not (laughs) ready for this so yeah it's crazy but i know so it's really busy so uh be nice to us (laughs) we're working long hours this time of year and it's it's been great yeah and you can kind of tell that the european circuit is kind of wrapping up a little bit they just had the world championships for young horses um, I love watching the videos from that. So that you know, gets you get to see the the best um, five, six, seven year olds in the world. You know, they added the seven year old class uh, was it last year, and um, it was always used to the competition always used to be in in Verden in Germany, but now they've you know they've done a lot, the last couple of years in Holland. So that's always kind of interesting, and um, you know, I always recommend watching those videos because it's it's just. It's it's breathtaking, you know, some of those horses, right? And then you see them again as they develop, uh, you know, as as five-year-olds and six-year-olds and seven-year-olds maybe. And and then then you see them on the international stage, you know, in the the precinct George sometimes. Or, you know, sometimes they just bump. You see them again uh, in the Grand Prix under some great riding. It's just, it's fantastic. It's my favorite. So uh, one day I'll take a break, you know, in August and go over and, 
and be able to experience that. It sounds like a field trip. If I yeah. hear one, <laughs> if anybody wants to sponsor field a field trip, trip for, yeah, for our for show, our we would definitely, show. We would definitely <laughs> yeah, go, definitely. right? I love it. I love it. Well, we have a great show this week, kind of kind of wrapping up Young Riders. We have um, Kelly Jones, and then we're going to also chat with Olivia Lugway Welts. She's come back on the show. Uh, we talked to her a couple weeks when she was in Holland and Germany and uh, hear about Aachen, and, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy the show. So without further ado, we will talk with Kelly Jones, a young rider from here in Kentucky. Well, tonight we are so excited for our North American Junior Young Rider Championship wrap-up show to have Callie Jones on. Callie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, we are so happy to have you. Callie, you're from Kentucky, right? Yes. I mean, everybody, it's not like I'm showing a little prejudice to my state. I know. You always get the locals, right? Yes, you get the local <laughs> loadout. I love it. So, Callie, where are you from in Kentucky? I'm from Henderson, Kentucky. And who do you train with? Angela Jackson. She also lives in Henderson, so I'm very close to her. Oh, that's lucky. fantastic. You're so yeah. lucky to live so close to such a great trainer, uh, which Henderson actually quite far from Lexington. It's what, four, five, four hours, five hours? About four hours, yes. Yeah, it's pretty far from, from where I am in Kentucky. It's a very long state. I didn't know Kentucky was very that big. Yes, Kentucky is actually quite big. It's quite long. So for a Canadian in, in, in the house. So Callie, <laughs> it's still very small compared to anything here. Canada, like, true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So uh, Callie, tell us this year you made the big step from juniors to young riders, right? Yes. So tell us, what was that like? I mean, that's a huge difference in the requirements of the horse show. So was it, were you ready for it? What, tell us about that jump. Um, well, last year in juniors, I had just gotten my horse Phil in March, and then, of course, our first qualifier was in May, and he was schooling third level, but he was still very green at it, and I was also making the jump to third level, so last year, it was kind of just, we jumped into it, and we're hoping for the best, and of course, we made it, and I was super happy with the way everything went and then this year we obviously had a lot more time to prepare and to get to pre-St. George and we were just a lot more confident this year and Phil my horse he was a lot more confident as well he knew all the moves and he was very confirmed at this point so it was it it was a huge step though because from third level to pre-St. George you obviously have more flying changes and you have the canter pirouettes which we struggled with for the longest time so going up to our first qualifier I wasn't as confident but then we did our first qualifier and I think we got like sevens and eights on our pirouettes so that gained my confidence so much so we were overall ready for young riders compared to last year in juniors <laughs> Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think going for the second year, you, you're, you know, you're just more mature. You've seen it before. So tell us, you know, what was the difference between going from Colorado, where it was last year, and going to Sagardy's New York, where Young Riders was this year? Um, both of them were very long drives. <laughs> we, <laughs> yes. Um, both, yeah. Both times we overnighted and then we drove the rest of the way. So it wasn't, we didn't want to put a lot of stress on the horses because that's obviously a very long trip for them. 
to be on the trailer. And I loved both venues a lot. Colorado, the weather was great. They don't have the humidity like we do in Kentucky. So Mm -hmm. I couldn't complain about the weather at all. It was like 80s the entire time we were there. So, and it was a gorgeous facility and everyone was just so helpful and would answer our questions when we needed. And, you know, everyone was welcoming as well. And then in New York, the weather, I mean, they have the humidity, but it wasn't extremely hot like it was in Kentucky, as I hear. (laughs) And (laughs) it, it never rained or anything. So I couldn't complain about that. And then in New York, we were stabled probably 20 minutes away from where the arena was. So it was like a 20-minute walk. Where really? That was crazy. Whoa. Yeah. So, so that was pretty crazy. But, you know, by the time we got to the arena, the horses were pretty much warmed up. <laughs> but, <laughs> and you went in. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't realize it was such a long walk. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So how did your horse handle the travel and, and all that good stuff? So he's a very good traveler. I mean, like I said, we overnighted, so it wasn't a ton of stress on them. And of course, when we got there, we got him off the trailer and we walked them for at least 40 minutes so they could stretch out. And we really wanted to give them time to you know, recoup from the trailer ride. And then we would, we got on them and we rode them for probably 30 minutes, just nothing too tough because we wanted them, wanted them to relax and not get super stressed out. And then the next day, we kind of just jumped right into it and did normal work. We didn't want to change anything too much, so they didn't think, you know, something was going on. But overall, he handled it very well, and I was super happy with the way he was. I love it. I love it. And... I mean, I'm going to brag a little bit, but Region 2 won the silver medal, right? The Team Silver? Yes, we did. <laughs> That's <laughs> Congratulations. huge. I mean, yeah. uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. And and then what happened um, as, you know, what was it like to win a medal? Well, it was super exciting, obviously, because Region 2 struggled for a while and they didn't medal for a while. So it was super exciting to finally you know, get the team medal, and going into it, I was super confident because I knew we had a strong team, so we were pretty confident going into the competition, but we all still had to ride the test, and the first ride didn't go so well, but, you know, we were picking each other up, and we were like, we still got this, so we were still pretty good, and then the second ride was great, third ride was great, and so on, and then I think there was like five riders left and we knew that we were going to medal. So we were just all super excited and we were getting our horses ready. And, you know, it was just kind of like an electric environment for us because we were just so excited. And to be on the podium, it's just an unreal experience overall. I love it. So what's the next step for you and your horse? So in three weeks, we're going to go to Festival of Champions to compete in Chicago. And then after that, we're going to go to regionals. So we still have some pretty big competitions coming up. Uh, Yeah, you do. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Fantastic job. And I can't wait to see you. I'm going to see you at regionals. So I can't wait to see you at regionals. Thanks for having me.
Well, that was fun to hear from Callie Jones. And right after this Kentucky Performance Products commercial break, we're going to come back with Olivia Lagoy-Welts to hear about how her trip to Aachen went. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissue. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Well, we are so excited, and as promised, we have Olivia Lagoy-Welts on back from Germany and her amazing tour and her finale in Aachen. Olivia, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Starting to feel like home here. (laughs) I bet. I bet. Have you landed and Lono's doing well at home? Yeah, he's doing great. He's really, really happy to be um, having grass and turnout and, you know, just back to his, well, I say that back to his normal way of life. Lona likes to be on tour. He very much thinks that being doted on 24 seven and taken to these shows is, is quite marvelous. Actually, he's quite learned how to be a show horse. So while he enjoys being at home, rolling in the sand and the grass, I think it's always a little bit of a letdown where he's like, where are my minions? Like, where are my people? Where's all my treats? Where's all my, where are my treats? treats? Where are my treats? Yeah, people? exactly. Where are my treats 24 hours a day? And yeah, for sure. It, it is hard to be a superstar for sure. That is for sure. Yeah. I love it. So when did you guys get back? Like, how long have you been back? Um, we got back. Uh, I think I flew with him home, I want to say, on the 25th of okay. um July, but then he had to spend the three days in quarantine, and uh, and so then he got back like on Friday. Oh, awesome! So, well, yeah, on Friday, we so like a week story. or two, I think. Oh, fantastic! We left the story. You ha- you were going to a small kind of show before Aachen. So, can you tell us like how did the prep go and how was Aachen? I mean, you guys nailed it. It was awesome. Um, well, actually the prep show, we like got all braided up and we showed up and, and we got there and it was, it was very, not what we were expecting maybe is the best way to put it. It was super, super deep footing and, um, kind of like almost in a pasture. And we, we actually ended up not choosing not to ride because, it just, it didn't seem like it was going to be productive. The, the atmosphere was kind of 
not even close to what Aachen would be like. And, and just, it also predominantly was not worth the, any kind of soundness risk. Sure. Um, and so Mono just didn't even get off the truck. We, we showed up <laughs> and we said hi and watched a few rides and turned around and drove home. And, you know, that's just the that's, way it goes. That's the way sometimes. it goes. Yeah. Such, life, such when, is life. Yeah. Yeah. Such is life. And it's hard when you don't know the facilities and you kind of have to go off of recommendations. And sometimes people have different ideas of good footing or, you know, what a nice show is or so on and so forth. I love it. I love it. Sure. So tell us, once you... What happened once you got to Aachen? I mean, this is so cool. I've always wanted to ride there. What was it like? I mean, Aachen, like, Aachen is amazing. I've only ever been there one other time, but it was for WEG in 2006, I think it was. Um, so it was Aachen and WEG. And and basically, like, Aachen is like WEG every year, only, only slightly not not quite as big but it's still massive like it's still like the seats are sold out like the entire host show is sold out uh, which is amazing and there's driving and there's yeah they have all the disciplines there right yeah yeah there's eventing i think they did have some vaulting but i believe it was the week before that was not quite as um brought in but the biggest the biggest things are the the driving, the jumping, and the dressage, and they're now have I think ever since Aachen started integrating the eventing into it, um, they do it as a two-day event versus a like an actual full three days. They do stadium and dressage on the first day, and then run cross country the the second day. That is um, great, but it it's amazing. Like it's amazing to go into these stadiums that are packed, and they're not just packed, but they're packed with enthusiastic well-educated horse people um you know who like you know you make a mistake in in uh in dressage you know in the whole you can kind of hear the whole crowd murmur or you know, <laughs> gasp or you know like for Lono I had I think one line of changes that was particularly swingy and you could kind of hear everyone start talking to each other, probably about how swingy the changes were, but you know, it, was, it was interesting, you know, it's like they, you can really feel the crowd. And I think that Rotterdam was like, I'm so glad that we had that show before Aachen and because at Rotterdam, there was not a crowd for the Grand Prix, but there definitely was for the, the special and the, and the freestyle. And so that already had given me kind of a window into, you know, what is Lono like with a crowd, you know, type of thing. And, uh, and so I think just going into Aachen, we were better prepared for that aspect simply because we had done Rotterdam, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing that you only, only get good at it by doing it. You know, it's hard to recreate that kind of thing elsewhere. So can you uh, give us a little insight besides the a little line of swinging changes? I mean, how did your rides go? How did you feel about them? Um, overall, they they went well. Like I, you know, uh, my I am a very much my own worst critic and pretty tough on myself. So <laughs> I always see the places that need to be improved. But um, for the most part, I think that they 
they all came off quite well. And then also, I think the part that I realized the more I went along and I did get to watch other riders have some pretty good tests and and not break 70% was that like at Aachen and like I have not shown in Europe at this level before, like you could say like I'm a relative unknown. So going to Aachen and I guess being in the seventies and in that top, I think it was top 12, um, was it, was a pretty big deal. You know, even if I don't necessarily in the moment, give it that credit, like it, it, it was pretty cool. And it's, you know, yes, there was room for improvement. Absolutely. But, uh, it it was pretty good. good. That's amazing. Well, we were cheering you on. We were like, it was so exciting to hear. And so what was it like to be on a team? I mean, that's the first time really, right? Well, you've been on the Nations Cup team here. So tell us, what was that like with the other girls? Um, It was great. It's very, uh, we have a really great, great group. I think, um, I think that's been said kind of a lot. I think we had a great group that went to the Olympics. I think, um, you know, everyone that is on that team, you know, they're all great riders and they all have great horses and we all want to do the best that we can. You know, we're all still, I mean, Laura is quite solid. Obviously she's our anchor, you know, Adrian is an experienced rider on a green horse. Casey, you know, and her horse are a phenomenal combination and both, you know, have become more experienced. I don't know what I am a rider on a horse also. <laughs> I have some experience, but, you know, I haven't been to the Olympics yet, but, you know, Lono is not green the way that Adrian's horse is, you know, he's not a baby, but, you know, he's still experiencing a lot. He and I are both experiencing a lot of this stuff for the first time together. So, um, you know, but I have a lot of experience on lots of horses and just riding and showing and that kind of thing. So you, you pull from that as well. Um, so we all, you know, we all have our strengths and I think everyone on that team is a pretty solid competitor and uh, a great teammate. And so it was, it was lots of fun for sure. Was there any other part of the experience that stood out for you that you might want to talk about? Just, just um, Germany in I general or the whole tour? Getting yeah, to be there to and then like, you know, getting to sit down and watch. Um, you know, the Germans did not send their A-team to Rotterdam and the Dutch did not send their A-team to, to um, the Germany. To Aachen, the the Dutch championships, I think, are very close to when Aachen is, and and so I think their riders went there, like you know, their top top riders. Uh, they still sent, you know, some good good riders and good horses, and both countries did. But I think getting to sit down and really watch, you know, our team compete, like I got to see most of them, and then watching, you know, Isabel and Dorothy and this kid Sonka, like who's like this tall guy on this super powerful hot horse, like he did an amazing freestyle. And then of course, getting to see Isabel, you know, she had her Grand Prix was good. Her special was good. And she just like threw it down in the freestyle. And it's pretty amazing. Like talk about (laughs) someone that has show nerves and, you know, that mare just makes it look so easy. You know, she's not the biggest moving horse. She doesn't have the hugest gait, but it just, it just looks easy for her. So that that's pretty cool, you know, to be around that and to be surrounded by that standard and to be like, okay, like we're holding our own, but 
this is where we want to go. It's very, it's very inspiring. And I think you learn a lot from watching, you know, I picked up some stuff about riding, you know, the passage into the extended trot, you know, from watching some of the other riders that was really valuable. So that was cool. Well, Olivia, maybe you can give us a little insight. You know, what are your personal takeaways? How are you going to build upon this experience and, and hopefully maybe get better and, and improve your riding? What are the things that you're thinking about? Um, I think that's a good question. I think just continuing to work Lono in a really gymnasticizing way to help, you know, improve his strength. Like for me, it's not so much about the tests. Like I feel now like we're getting to where we can clock clock the tests out pretty well so long as I have him in a good place in his body um you know it's not it's not any one movement anymore you know like when he's really through and he's relaxed and in a good place in his body his changes can get pretty darn straight you know when he's tighter or hotter or then he gets a bit swingier you know he can do beautiful half passes some of the stuff that we've gotten you know, in schooling is really exciting. So I think just working on that in a calm and steady way to hopefully then be able to continue upgrading what we have in the show ring, I think is the biggest thing. And I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think that there's any, I don't want to say there's any, like, it feels like there's nothing blaring. It's kind of like slow and steady, slow and steady and just keep picking away at it basically. That's awesome. Well, we are going to just take a quick break and have uh, Olivia's going to stay on the line with us and we're going to come back and do the total saddle fit tip of the week. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Olivia, for our total saddle fit tip of the week, we were chatting quickly before we came on air with you about show nerves. This is the time of the year where we start to get close to regionals and all the national championships. So talk to us about how do you deal with show nerves? What are some things that you do to help with that? Um, well, first and foremost, I think the thing that helps the most, it's going to sound a little bit funny, but is is to think of every test doesn't matter doesn't matter if it's Aachen or regionals or just a normal test but that every test is a training experience you know it's a training opportunity the horse the horse doesn't really know that it's the championships they're like oh my gosh this is a bigger horse show than normal but other than that like I think for me, when I can approach everything as like, it is the same 20 by 60, no matter where you put it in the world or the country or at what show, the dimensions of your ring are the same. And, you know, focusing on the training and having that come through is what, what always helps me the best. My husband has a saying that where, you know, if I start getting stressed out, he'll say, you know, you always do the best when when all you do is just like show up and ride, like just worry about the riding part. Don't worry about the rest of it. And it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. I can, I can do that. Like I can do the riding part, you know, if I only think of it that way, like I can show up and ride, like that works for me. 
Um, so that, you know, that for me is the biggest. And Egbert was funny also, you know, when I was in Europe, he was like, look, basically until you're in the Olympics, it's a training round. Okay. Like no matter what, no matter where you go, you're training like for the Olympics for wake. And he's like, and even then it's a training round, but you know, that's when you don't want to screw up the rest. <laughs> you're training. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Unless, it's for, unless, it, unless there's a gold medal pressure, on the line. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then like, well, you're still training, but you know, like you better, yeah. you better hope your training's really good. <laughs> training right right show up at, at that, that point, moment, I think. You know? yeah. At that point, you're hoping you're just showing off basically. Yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah. That's but, great. So like, I, think about that help, I think, I think trying to always be well prepared helps, you know, and, um, you know, and being regimented in, in, like for me, um, like when I get ready, like trying to just make sure I always give myself enough time. I like to write out kind of my schedule for like, I guess you could say the day, but it's usually, usually about the two hours leading up to when I need to get on, I'll write down my ride time. And I work backwards from that. Like at this time, the bridle goes on at this time, my coat goes on, like whatever order you do stuff in at this time, the saddle at this time, I'll groom at this time, I'll braid. Um, so that like I am it's and it can be in like five minute increments and some of them are like you know okay I'm gonna braid like that's a 30 minute increment like then I'm gonna schedule enough time to change my clothes and run to the bathroom that's that's you know so that I have these blocks of time so that if I feel myself getting stressed out when I have that piece of paper it just is like okay I need to be here and do this need to be here and do this need to be here and do this and that really helps me so that you don't kind of like start getting random if you yeah. get a little bit, yeah. you know, having nerves. Yeah, these, I think yeah, that's, these are wonderful that's a good tips. One for me. Yeah, I just wanted to bring attention back to the point about that you're saying that every, even a show ride can be a training experience. And because, you know, yeah. I've seen, uh, and this happens to a lot of people, is that they ride the horse a certain way in the warm up and then they go in the ring and it's almost as if the, the, peop- the person is afraid to ride their horse in front of the judge. And this creates a yeah. problem because then the horse starts to know the difference. And then the horse starts to build his own little quirks and foibles and problem, you know, potential problems that can happen in the ring. You know, um, yeah. a very easy one is the horse getting very lazy in the show ring because the rider is afraid to give a kick or a tap with the whip. You know, they're, they're wearing their spurs or they're carrying their whip, but, but then, the, the, you know, the riders are not using these things to really ride the horse and then it becomes kind of a negative training experience and things start to go a little bit downhill. What, what do you think about that, Reese? No, no, I, I'm, I'm totally with you guys. I, you know, I do have a tendency to get nervous. And so, um, I have had to learn over time, sort of like what Olivia is saying, like an hour before I ride, like before I have to get on the horse, I won't do anything. I don't coach. I don't, I, I just, start to focus on my own horse and kind of the same thing. So I have a very similar routine like you do, Olivia, like just come in and, and, and that's important to me. And that, and that's just, if I'm showing any horse, I, I like that routine so I can spend a little bit of time with the horse. I can see, I can check in, I can groom them, I can braid them, whatever needs to be done. So I think that that's, it's important. And I think everybody sort of finds that as you go and kind of to your point, Phil and Olivia, 
I, it, the idea that you're training. We're training these horses from the time we sit on them to the time we get off every day. And just because we are on a little adventure out of the farm and it's different, it really does need to just be part of what you do. And and hopefully, and I think we all run into trouble, if you show, maybe if you're not ready or if you're not prepared or you're frankly not ready for the you're trying to do something and you're just not there. Uh, I think I've always had the most success when I feel super prepared, my horse feels super prepared and we just go out there and have, you know, basically have fun. Cause it's not like, Oh my gosh, I can't get this. You know, I want to be at the point when I show a horse that, you know, the line of twos is something I can get. I don't want to be learning how to count twos or on my way to the horse show. You know what I mean? That's, it's not a great yeah. feeling. <laughs> and that, ha- I mean, I, we've all done it and we've all seen people do it, but you know, that's part of it is as you get further in your career, you learn, you know, don't enter that horse show unless you can do the test at home and, and that you can do it well and that you can kind of clock it out. And it's not a huge ordeal uh, sometimes you, you have to take them or you take them or whatever, but you have to go with the expectation of, hey, this is a training ride. But when you're really going for competition and, and championships and regionals, at that point, you should be pretty confident and and know your horse and know what they feel like and know the routine. And that's my opinion. And I think that's when you have less nerves. I don't know how you guys feel. For sure. And I think actually tagging on to something that you said about or I was going to say, like, you were training our horses all the time, but I think also if nerves are something that you have, you need to also view showing as opportunities for training yourself. Uh, I think learning to deal with show nerves and just developing a good routine, um, you can learn it. It's a skill set. You know, it's kind of like if this is something that you struggle with it, if you approach it as you know, just like you approach learning to post the trot or do changes or tempi changes or just another skill set and really break it down and look at it. Okay, like which piece of it gets to me? You know, where does it go wrong? If you start by dissecting it and then start coming up with a plan of what to do about it, because everyone's a bit different, and then developing that regiment or routine that works for you, everyone's a bit different. You know, some people want to be like, you know, super casual. Some people plan it down to the minute and, you know, it's just figuring that piece out that works for you. And then kind of looping back around um, to what we were talking about before, like, absolutely, like, you don't want the horse to be learning to to get behind you in the ring. Like, that's a, that's a huge, it's a huge, huge problem. Huge huge yeah. problem yeah. And that you, you really want to learn to ride. And, you know, this is, this is a great piece about starting at the, at the beginning with a horse and like bringing them all the way up, at least for me is that like, you know, then I have the opportunity to be like, nope, it is like no different in the ring than it is, you know, out of the ring. Like it's like, you have to be on the Mm -hmm. A's, you're going to go forward, we're going to go into every corner, you know, we're going to be straight. And in the, you know, the baby years for the horses, like I will like prioritize them listening to me generally speaking like especially at a regular show over you know me being like I'm going to get this for this score you know I'm absolutely going to ride the test for the Mm -hmm. best score that I can but if it's the difference between like me giving that extra half saying hey excuse you or kind of going with it and the horse 
you know, if it's a hot horse learning that they can drag me or a lazy horse learning that, you know, if they don't go, I'm going to back off, then, you know, I'm going to risk breaking into the canner because they need to know that I am not going to be kicking them around, you know, because the higher you go up the levels, you know, the more the they're going to come back to bite you. Yeah. you can, harder it yeah. Gets. Yeah. 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 Be willing to take a four in a training level test so you don't take multiple fours and fives in a, in a pre-St. George test, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it only like the higher you go up in the levels, the more you could say amplified or like the things that you're able to cover for in the lower levels, they're going to show up. Like they're going to come back to nip. Yeah. Very, very good point. Very good point. And it takes a lot of rides down the center line to be able to get there. I mean, we're talking to, you know, between three trainers who have ridden so many horses and so many shows, you know, whereas, you know, the Emmy with one horse, you know, if you only do, let's call it four shows a year, five shows a year, you know, maybe throw a couple extra schooling shows in there to get more experience because nothing will teach Absolutely. you like, like mm-hmm. getting more experience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true. Or, you know, the other thing you can do at your barn is organize, uh, you know, your own sort of for fun schooling show where we call it like a faux show where everyone gets dressed up and braided because believe me, putting on the coat can like... Like changes everything, like, doesn't it? Changes it all, yeah. You know, you can be like, I'm totally fine riding my pre-St. George in my sweatshirt. But the second <laughs> I put my tail coat on, you know, I I get queasy. Like practice practice in in the clothes, you know, like yeah. have have your mock show and uh go through the whole routine. So true. For sure. Well, Olivia, we can't thank you enough for coming on and you've always supported our show so much and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it and how proud of what you guys have done. And um, how can our listeners find you online if they would like to reach you? Um, You can get me through Facebook, just my personal Facebook, Olivia LaGoy-Waltz, or um, my Live Dressage Facebook also works. Or you can get us through our farm website, which is uh, mountaincrestfarms.com Awesome. Thanks so much, Olivia. We can't wait to see you soon. You bet. Thank you, guys. Well, Phil, I think that was a great tip from Olivia about show nerves, and um, I hope if anybody has any more questions, please feel free uh, to give us a holler about that topic. But, Phil, we just wanted a quick wrap-up of the Total Saddle Fit tip uh, and also totalsaddlefit.com. We can't thank Justin enough. He is such a great resource for us here on the show, and he has fantastic products. Phil and I use the Total Saddle Fit shoulder relief girth every day on all the horses we ride, um, and they're just fantastic products, very durable. And, yeah, uh, it held I love up very it. well over our busy summer, yep. and, and um, I can't say enough good things about the neoprene girth because that's really easy maintenance you know um i like you know i like to clean all of the leather products but you know having a neoprene um girth you know with the full neoprene girth and also with the the leather one that just velcros on um you can check them out at the, on the website they're fantastic easy for the sweating horses in the summer um just great products and, and a great resource i see sometimes on the on the auditor page there's saddle fit questions you know everybody you can just you know whether you're buying a product or not or you just have a saddle question you know hit hit justin up with an email you can send him pictures i think he's a a great resource for us and and everybody that listens to the radio shows you know see see if he can help you out with an answer i think love it well as always thank justin from total saddle fit 
Well, everybody, if you have any emails or Facebook shout outs, we have a few in the queue that we will get to in the following weeks. We've had a couple busy weeks of of shows, but we're looking forward to answering some questions and please feel free to send us some more. We always loved hearing from you. As always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me online is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a good show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.